0: This presentation is from UX Australia 2018 held in Melbourne. For more presentations please visit uxaustralia.com.au um, Hi everyone, my name's Manny. Um, apologies for the croaky throat, I'm getting over a cold. Um, I'm a UX designer at Telstra Health and today I'll be speaking about the tendency to never switch off my UX brain. So hopefully you can relate a little. So. Wherever I am, whether that's at home, whether that's at a restaurant, or I'm at a retail, or I'm travelling, I always think about the experiences that I go through. Positive and not so positive. And, and I tend to rate them, and when something is really delightful, I'm really happy by that. And then I think about, where, did my da- where is the data stored? How did that happen? Why is it so positive? And then when things aren't so positive, I get really upset by this, and I really annoy my husband about you know how can this be improved? And when things aren't inclusive to all, that gets me really upset. So, um, you know, we're all UXers, or you know, work in UX in some form, and we've heard of all these traits before. You know, we're empathetic, we're problem solvers. We're curious people, so we always want to know how things happen or how we can improve them. You know, we're good communicators, we're people-oriented, and we're used to being the voice for our users. And, you know, that's what I do from 9 to 5, but is it something we can really switch off, you know, after 5 p.m.? I definitely can't. I'd love to hear more about what you guys think. So I'm just going to go through some of examples where I've had some delightful and not-so-delightful experiences recently. Um, So I was travelling to New York in April. Um, As you can see, I was doing a lot of steps, so 30,000, three times more what I try to do every day. And, you know, if you've been to New York, you know you end up walking a lot. And the easiest form of transport is the subway. So I was walking down Canal Station, really, really tired, and I saw um, a mother with a pram, with a lot of shopping trying to go down the stairs of Canal Station. And, you know, you know I grabbed her trolley, I asked her if she needed some help. Um, husband grabbed her shopping and, you know, she grabbed the bub and walked down and we walked her down. And then, you know, I was thinking, hey, we've done a lot of steps today. We've... You know, I've never seen any lifts, I haven't seen any escalators, so I did some research when I got home and realised that only 22% of the subway system is fully accessible to people with disabilities. Do you know that's not good enough. I mean, I can't change that personally, but you know, imagine if you're living in New York and you need to get from A to B. I know there's Ubers and yellow cabs, but you know, this kind of upset me, and I, you know, made me think about how our public transport system is. I'm in Melbourne. You know, the trains aren't amazing, but you know, at least it's accessible. Flinders Street. You know, there's wheelchair access. Most of the stations there is, so that's that's quite good. Um, jumping to something different, um, one of my favourite tools is Preview in the Mac OS. I've been using for a number of years and if you're like me, printers and scanners just don't work for me. I can never print anything, I can never scan anything. So recently we've bought a house and the amount of paperwork I've done is ridiculous. So. Um, Instead of printing and scanning, I grabbed my husband's signature, put it on the preview, and all I've been doing is signature, insert, signature, insert. Not sure if that's legal, but, you know, <laughs> it worked. Didn't have to print anything. Absolutely, love this tool. Um, another recent example. So, I was coming home from LA, um, getting on the flight, and it was 11pm. So, you know, I've got my passport, I've got my boarding pass, I've got my shopping, I've got my backpack. I ready to come home, and you know, um, was about to board the flight. There wasn't much of a queue, so you know, walk past these barriers, um, and then you know, I took a photo of my face, and then my name displayed, and my seat number. And I was curious. I'm like, "Oh, how did that happen? Where is my photo stored?" So as soon as I got off the plane, I called my mate at Jetstar, and I was like, "Hey, have you heard of this facial recognition technology?" And you know, he's like, "Yeah, it's a trial we're doing in LA." The first kind that we're doing is to eliminate checking staff. And I thought, oh, that's awesome, you know, that was so seamless. And I love a good seamless process as UX's. Then I tried to call around and figure out where was my data stored? Who's got my photo? You know, I'm brown in complexion, entering the US. There's issues as it is. So, um, yeah, um, you know, I'm always curious. I'm trying to think how this process happened. So I don't know, I, I, couldn't, I can never switch off this mentality. Um, You know, being in Melbourne, if you guys aren't from Melbourne, we're a bit obsessed with our coffee. Um, Melbourne coffee is awesome, if I haven't said it already. And I've got a little Nespresso um, at home, and, you know, I go to the Nespresso store and get my pods, and they're really fancy names, and I can't pronounce them. So they introduced a self-serve service um, a couple of years ago, so I can just go there, pick my sleeves, put it in this Nespresso bag, you can weigh it, and then... Um, you know, checks out automatically, and the best thing is I can store the app on my fo- um, the Nespresso card on my phone, so I don't need to use it at all. So you know, great seamless experience. Don't have to speak to anyone. Although I love speaking to people, but, you know, I keep wondering how we can improve it. Um, so can we actually switch off? I definitely can't. Um, just ending on another example. So going back to buying a house. Um, Although Preview was awesome and I got all my signatures done, there's multiple parties involved. Um, You know, government, conveyancers, the vendor, the vendor's conveyancer, the agent. And for me to negotiate something, my conveyancer had to fax the other conveyancer and my settlement was in two days, and I thought this was absolutely ridiculous. Like, why can't you just email something and get it done for and so forth? So, you know, I was analysing for days. How can I improve this experience when there's so many entities involved? And I thought, maybe I can't. Maybe this is one of those complex things, you know, with a lot of money involved that I just can't. And, you know... um, and. Is it something that we expect or can we expect it? So I'll just leave you with that. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this presentation from UX Australia 2018. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.